0: to Nigeria Daily. My name is Martia Umar. Thank you so much for joining us. Many people in Nigeria do not associate police officers with positive acts. But to the utter shock of these Nigerians, recently some police officers were giving commendation by the Inspector General of Police. One of the officers returned a whooping sum of 600,000 naira mistakenly transferred to his bank account and another in Zanfer State refused a bribe Of three hundred thousand naira, the public perception of the Nigerian police is laden with more negative views than positive ones. A professor of communication at Stanford University, Clifford Nass, said, and I quote: "Some people do not have more positive outlook, but almost everyone remembers negative things more strongly and in more detail." If one takes time to brood over Clifford Nas' words, there will be a realisation that Nigerians mentally dwell more on the unpleasant experiences they have had with the police than the positive ones. There are lots of examples to cite about the negative experiences. Is it a case of police brutality or the alleged bribery and corruption, among others? Madam Halima Tusadia is a civil servant in Abuja. She recounts her positive experiences with the police on two different occasions.
1: I've had really good experiences with uh, you know the police they're not all bad some of them actually mean well they're genuine. Uh, the first one in fact all of them had to do with fraudulent mechanics the first one he even held my key you know after fixing my car he held my key and refused to give it to me because he said I, I, was, I was supposed to pay him a humongous amount of money which wasn't even worth it so I called the police and immediately the mechanic saw the police you know he gave me back my car key and the second one had to do with you know yet another mechanic whom I gave my car to he fixed it for like it was with him for like three weeks and he was supposed to fix it but he didn't fix it well he came back it was just one issue and then he came back with more than 10 issues every day it was something else I tried reaching the mechanic the mechanic went as far as blocking me yes so I went to the police I complained and they actually took me in their hillocks to go and arrest him but immediately he saw us he ran away and said he was no longer he wasn't there and all that so he'd been evading the police and the police called him and spoke to him they even advised me to make sure we settle it before we make it a serious police case and this policeman ended up you know he kept following up following up even using his own air time you know to call the mechanic to follow up and make sure that he did the job well and you know that is my good experience with the police after everything was sorted out I call them and I thank them. And the
0: same goes for Aisha Sadona, a young Nigerian student. Yes, I know a police officer in my area that is very helpful and kind. He helps us a lot and also contribute in the keeping the neighborhood safe. He also make us change our mind and also believe the fact that a police officer is your friend. They are not bad at all. His name is ACP Hamza. He's a very kind person and very helpful. He helped a lot of people, like a lot but my experience with a police officer is really really not that bad he's really just like a role model for many people and yes um he is a person that you'll be proud of and also the voices of some nigerians are sharing good experience they have had with the nigerian police officer first halima and then aisha when did this all go wrong for Nigerian police and how can they change the bad perception most Nigerians have about them? I had a conversation with a retired police officer, Austin Iwo, and this was what he said.
2: Yeah, of course you cannot you see when 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 you have when you employ people in your house and you are you are not providing for the needful, you are not training them. You have people working with you but you don't train them. Hmm. Uh, You don't give them good remuneration. You don't encourage them in different ways. What do you expect? And yet, you expect them to perform to a very high standard. And they can't meet up to that standard because of the the deficiencies that are not being provided. And then you turn around to blame them. I think it it amounts to uh, uh, um, just to use a harsh word, people
0: how can we change this perception now? How can we change all of this?
2: Well, we can't have the a different ways. Government, first of all, should make a uh, law enforcement, not just police. We have several law enforcement agencies. Mm-hmm. Government should make law enforcement or the police a priority. Right now, I can tell you that it is not a priority. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it is not a priority. If you make the police a priority, you will make sure that you provide for the needs of the police. These people should take a stroll to all the police colleges and see the standards that are in the colleges. Even in the buildings itself. Indeed, even in the training facilities itself, the environment that police officers are trained cannot produce the kind of police officers you and I want. Hmm. You know, because the environment is destructive. The people that are managing the, the, the training school are themselves not trained. As a matter of fact, uh, some of them feel that they are there on punishment. So, government needs to take policing as a priority, law enforcement as a priority, and provide for all its logistics, all its funding, and then the welfare of the police. Why is it that you are hearing that police is trying to go on strike? I mean, the, the reason is not far It's very simple that this is a neglected organization, and there are grumblings. I mean, since 1999, in the, the wake of this democracy, we have we've had series of promises by government. No government has fulfilled any concrete promise for the government. None. We started by hearing about police reform. What happened to the reform? It never took place. I mean, the way reforms in other parts of the world—they they never took place. Mm-hmm. It was just a shopping list that was provided and change of uniform. And buying on guns, but the core of police reform never took place because when you are talking of police reform, you will first of all begin to define what type of police organization you want to have in the country. What is the philosophy of policing that you want to entrench within the democratic uh, dispensation?
0: That was a retired police officer. AIG Austin Ewell retired. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily from Daily Trust. We'll go on a break, but we will be back. Do stay. www.dailytrust.com. That's the home of news you can trust.
3: And features, analysis, and in depth reports that are rich.
0: That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And
3: where is that?
0: Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe.
3: You mean subscribe to become a member?
0: Yes. And that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story.
3: Wow. Could you show me how to get a Trust Plus?
0: It's simple. You can visit the Portal on membership. The Daily Trust. now. Welcome back to the show. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. You can listen to or download this and other episodes on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify by just searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on Nas FM eighty nine point nine Yola, and on Unity FM. JAS. In this episode of Nigeria Daily, we're talking about the positive sides of police officers contrary to the perception of many Nigerians. Why are police officers almost always associated with negative acts? Why do stories of police officers literally performing their duties become news? Lilian Ogazi speaks to other public affairs analysts.
3: In my opinion, I think the mistake we generally make is that we think uh, members of an agency, say the police force, are immune to the problems of society. The problem of misconduct or lack of trust or people betrayal to a lot of things have become the norm in society today. So there's just no way we could or we should expect that um, a sector of the society would be immune from that. Um, The Nigerian members of the Nigerian police force are also say Nigerians. So if a problem permeates the Nigerian society, um, we shouldn't expect either the judges or the police (laughs) or other members of um, the government will be immune from the problem. It is a societal problem, nobody immune. If um, corruption, deceit, betrayal uh, could be found in our places of worship, then why would we expect, or why would we think that the police or the uh, other government agencies will be immune from that problem? So I think we should understand that the problems that we see in the Nigerian police force are the same problem that we see in society. Now, whatever it is that causes that problem, uh, the, uh, the corruption or whatever it is that we're complaining about to be the norm in society, is the same reason that makes it normal in all sectors of the society or the some of the agencies or all of the agencies of the government because uh, that problem isn't isolated to the nigerian police force i think it's a problem that almost all agencies we all have to agree that all the agencies have the same problem so members of the uh, these agencies are members of society so therefore whatever is happening in society definitely will also be found in some of these agencies. And another problem that that brings about this is the collapse of institutions. Our institutions have collapsed. So therefore, when we say institutions have collapsed, things are not being done according to rules and regulations of these agencies or civil service. I gave an example with an interview that uh, the current president, Mohamed Buhari gave to, I think, a particular newspaper or radio station that I have listened to. He was telling them a story when he was military governor of Northeast Nigeria. When he decided, he would say, "Okay, I want to do this and that." The permanent secretary will tell him, "No, you cannot do that because you—it's not within your purview, or you don't have the permission, or you don't have the authority to do that. You can only propose this, this, and that." And he's not, he not—he said, "Okay, he's bound." But today, that is no longer tenable. A, a commissioner, be it a military or in a civilian government, or we've been in politics, the commissioner, the permanent secretary, or the directors will just issue an order, whether it's okay or not, or okay. Okay, it will be executed because that's what they wanted. And uh, those who are supposed to execute, those orders are afraid of their position or they are also doing the same thing. Therefore, it's not a problem for them to say, this is how we want it done. Um, that is no longer there. So, which means institutions have collapsed. So if institutions have collapsed, then there's no rule of law. It becomes um, uh, everybody to himself. And in such a situation, corruption becomes a norm, not an exception. The way to redeem not just the police force but the general society is that what we have to do is to first of all revamp our institutions that if you do right then you get rewarded if you do wrong regardless of who you know regardless of who who you have or which home you happen to come from then you you still have to face um, uh, the wrath of the law until such happens there's nothing we can do so but to to help us do that um, we have to work very hard to revitalize the Nigerian police force and the judiciary. If these two institutions or two branches are up and running in the proper order, I am sure the rest of society will come along. Until such, um, I think we have our hands full with uh, what we have a task ahead of us.
0: And that was Sahabo Imam Aliyu, a public affairs analyst. And with that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. To all the people whose voices were heard, we want to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episode on DailyTrust.com or on Sprouts.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 Jars. You can also listen by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Underscore Trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Call us or send us a message on 091-3893-3390. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.